Hey everyone, thanks for watching the Get Your Mind Right podcast. I'm Brian Mendenhall, President and CEO of Family First Life Central Division. Guys, please like, comment, subscribe, and follow us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, or any other place you watch your podcast. Enjoy, guys. Thanks for watching. Thank you guys for joining us on the Get Your Mind Right podcast. Got a special guest today, Eric Smith, one of my favorite guys, crushing it, one of the newest integrity partners. Hey, man, welcome, man. I appreciate you jumping on. I love being on, Brian, and I love the title of the uh, of the show, man. I love it. So, so let's jump right into it, man. Um, congratulations on your integrity partnership. It's a huge deal. It has to feel amazing, right? Dude, talk to me a little bit about how that made you feel and what that accomplishment meant to you to be able to get that, to make that happen. Yeah. So when I left the car business, Brian, after being in it for 23 years, my, my single, you know, reason for doing so was I, I wasn't about the money. I was making good money in the car business. It was about being able to dictate my own schedule. Uh, I've been married for 24 years. Congratulations. Have, we have a 16-year-old son, a 13-year-old daughter, and a 10-year-old daughter. So um, I could have stayed in the car business financially um, and probably would have been you know, one of those 61% that were trying to figure it out week to week, paycheck to paycheck. But I would have missed so much of my children of growing up, right? So like, you know, my son plays varsity lacrosse and basketball. My girls play competitive uh, basketball and they danced and they do plays. Um, you know, there's parent teacher conferences or birthday parties on the weekends. Uh, there's barbecues and, and I miss all that stuff being in a retail automotive industry, um, as a general manager, general sales manager in the car business. Um, you're either in the showroom or you're connected to your phone, you know, procuring, um, inventory, liquidating inventory, checking contracts in transit, you know, hiring, firing, doing stuff in the BDC, hiring, you know, ordering new via. I mean, it was just nonstop, which is cool because I love working. Yeah, I don't think there's any confusion that I love to work, but being outside of the house and not being in control of my own schedule for 70 hours plus a week, um, I just couldn't do it anymore. It was causing a lot of stress, as you could probably imagine, on okay. my marriage, on my kids, you know, you know. And I'll, I'll be 50 here in, in about five weeks. So I was like, man, I got to you know make some decisions here. So, Wow. So you started with Family First how, how many years ago, Eric? I passed my exam in December of 18. Uh, I first had my license in 2008, but I only had that for a short period of time, Brian. Um, I was in the car business, but that was in the housing crash and the real estate crash happened. So I kind of did it for a tiny, tiny bit. Um, never really got into it. I mean, insurance 13 years ago was totally different than, than it is now. Um, and then so I repassed my exam in December of 18 and I did auto sales management full time and this full time until I was able to, you know, ensure, you know, within myself that this could replace um, automotive income for our family. So do me a favor, Eric, because I mean, I understand what it's like to work 70, 80 hour weeks. I did that at LA Fitness. I was working 12 hour days, seven, six, seven days a week, like every week for 10 years straight. 
Okay. So talk to me a little bit, our brand new agent, about somebody might be watching this thinking like, hey, I'd like to try insurance. Um, I'm working 80 hours a week. I want to come over and just do 40 here. That wasn't my experience. In the beginning, I had to sacrifice. It was like short-term pain for long-term gain. Can you talk a little bit about that, please? Yeah. And, and I love talking about this. Um, and I always talk about that 168 hours a week that we get, right, Brian? And we all get the same amount and we all do a really horrible job managing and inventorying that time. <laughs> so, and we really do. We really, really do. So, I mean, you sleep, you know, for 40, 50 hours, you know, a week, right? 45 hours you sleep in a week, you do the math, seven times seven is 42. I mean, somewhere around there, right? So you're going to sleep 40, 45 hours. You're going to pray, medicate, med uh, meditate, work out for another 40, 45 hours a week. So, you know, so 90 minus the 168, you still got 70, 80 hours left. You know, so um, what are you really doing with that time? And that's enough time for two full-time jobs. So, uh, so I just think that when you first get into this, I mean, you have money-making time and you have non-money-making time. So that money-making time is from 7.30 a.m. Eastern till 9 p.m. Eastern, okay? And I say Eastern because with telesales and Zoom and, you know, this, this crazy thing that we call the internet, I mean, there is no, I mean, you can pick up three hours when you start working east to west or west east, whatever way the math works, right? Yeah. So, um, so those are the money-making time. And then it doesn't shut off at 9 p.m. Eastern, you know, and then you can obviously work West, you know, you and I, you know, we live on the East coast. Um, you know, you can continue to go to 12 p.m. Eastern, you know, and it's still 9 p.m., you know, uh, Pacific. And you can even go further. We got agents that work in, in clients that work out in Hawaii and Alaska. Hawaii. Yeah. Like that. So, <laughs> I mean, you really are. I mean, when you, you need, you know, I mean, you can get freaky about this thing, but I mean, there's no excuses, but, um, in the beginning, when you're trying to get way ahead on your cash flow, and you know, I've always, I've always wanted to be in a position of yes, Brian. So yes, the office, yes, the staff, yes, the marketing, yes, to new lead ideas, lead campaigns. Um, you know, yes, to travel, yes, to I mean, not not travel to go to you know Punta Cana for the weekend, you know, but but work. You know, I just always wanted to be in a position of yes when it came to everything, um, knowing that there was going to be some no's, right? So K-N-O-W-I-N-G, knowing that there was going to be some N-O's that weren't going to That's make, good. you know, there was, was going to be some failures. But if I said yes to everything, Brian, I never had to worry about which ones, you know, weren't going to be, you know, did I not say yes? That could have been the one, that could have been the right thing, you know? So when it, when it comes to flying top talent into Connecticut so I can meet with them, when it talks to, uh, you know, about, you know, you know, bridging that gap from them leaving one industry to go into another industry and how I can help, you know, with that financially, you know, so I always wanted to be in a yes position about everything. Um, so, you know, the, the crazy thing about our business, Brian, is you don't have to, I mean, you can probably do this for 20 hours a week and you could replace a 200K W2 income, you know, but that's just enough to get you into trouble, depending on where you live in America, right? So living in Connecticut, Sorry. making yeah. 350, 300, that's just enough to get you into trouble. You got a mortgage, you got car payments, you got college, you got kids, you got, you know, you got Disney you want to go to every couple of years. I mean, that's that's just enough to get you into trouble, right? So, yeah. um, so I think putting those hours in, you know, during money making time and during non money making time. Um, you know, making sure that your social media looks correct, um, 
you know, how many followers, how many, in, you know, LinkedIn, I mean, there's so much, right. But, um, you know, I think if you really just, and, you know, and I think you look at, you know, the Nick Ayala's and the Josh Williams and, you know, the people that haven't been doing this a super long time um, in the, the investment that they make um, really can put them in, in a spot that, you know, can, can, you know, change things generationally. Let me ask you this, Eric. I think this is really important. Okay. What did the conversation sound like to your wife, to your kids when you were starting this? Because I understand this could be a lot of people's roadblocks, but if this conversation is held right, it'll catapult you into success and you'll be able to do what you really plan to do in the business. So what did your conversation sound like to your wife and kids when you started insurance? So one of the things that I would encourage all the women and men on this call, if they're getting ready to have that conversation or never had that conversation and they need to have that conversation, is I, I the way that I communicated it to Carrie is she must have interpreted that I was going to be working from home. You know, so I said, <laughs> well, no, no, no. I said, I'm not going to be at the dealership, but I'm certainly not going to be working from home. So I, I think uh, so make sure that just because you're leaving the W-2 somewhere, you go eight to four, nine to five, whatever. Uh, if you work in, in the um, the fitness industry and you're going to, you know, the edge or the LA fitness or, you know, wherever that, you know, yes, you won't be there, but you're going to be out where the people are. Now, um, that was in 2000, um, whatever it was, Brian, 2009, 18. right? Oh, no, 2019 oh, okay. for me. Yeah, 2019. Sorry, I, I get lost. I'm getting old, so I'm getting lost <laughs> on uh, years. I got 2019, right? So now things are a little bit different with Zoom and telesales, you know, but again, in the beginning, um, you know, I explained to my wife that I would probably sleep at home most nights, okay? And I would probably be home, you know, most nights. But um, other than that, I'm still going to probably be working or out of the house or not available for those 70 to 80 hours a week. It's just, I'm not going to be 45 minutes away you know, when, you know, you know, I was on, I was on the way to the other side of the state here in Connecticut. So, um, so I think, but it was important. I think the children needed to know, I think, you know, my wife needed to know that, Hey, this is what it's going to look like. And this is the plan, you know, talking with Eric Anthony and talking with Sean, Mike, I'm like, this is what the plan looks like. If I put everything into this, you know, for the next X amount of months, right. Um, you know, 18, 24, 36 months that this will be the result. But if I, vary from that if i decide to go you know if we decide to go on vacation or we do this or we mm. do that um it's it's going to slow the process down and i mm. didn't want to slow it down right but i did let them know that if there was a play a barbecue a parent teacher conference um you know a critical game um that i was going to be at it and i wasn't going to miss it and i and i remember this distinctly my kids were both in the wizard of oz one was a um one was a lollipop kid and one was a munchkin or something like that. And the play was like from one to four on a Saturday. So my, um, so I took separate cars because I had appointments in the morning. So I met my wife and my kids there and that was there. And then we all came out and I was going to my car. They're like, well, dad, where are you going? I'm like, well, I was just here at the play for three hours. Now I got to make up for those three hours on the other side. I said, remember when we talked about this? And they're like, oh, yeah, dad, I remember. And I go, like, okay, cool. Just want to make sure we're on the same page. So, um, you know, I always talk about Zach Twardowski when running business. 
you know, you got to find a way to get those 120 appointments on your calendar, right? And that's by taking advantage of those 168 hours in a week that you get that those 30 appointments a week or 120 appointments a month have to get on that calendar. Wherever they are, it doesn't make a difference, but they have to get on there. So, um, but that conversation um, you have to have, um, if you're, if you're younger and single and maybe you don't have dependents, you know, it's going to be different. You know, your buddies aren't going to see you at the club, your buddies, your parents aren't going to see you at every Sunday, you know, dinner. Okay. Um, you know, so whether it's, you know, whether your, your, your significant other and children or your parents or grandparents on uncles, your buddies, your pals, you know, I think everyone's got to know where your head's at with this deal. Good. That's good. There has to be some things you're willing to give up to get things you've never had. Right. But I had the same conversation with my kids. I remember they were eight years old and one at the time. And they're like, you're going to work again. Then I say, you know what? Because I didn't have the conversation in the very beginning, Eric. I didn't. I was just going hard, going hard, going hard. And then I talk to him and I'm like, hey, all these toys in this life that you're living, you know, if you like these toys and you like these things, daddy needs to go to work. And then they, they started being like, wait, you're going to work? Oh, go blow it up. Go make it. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. And that, that, was, that was exciting. All right. So look, the, the name of this is the Get Your Mind Right podcast, right? Everybody goes through crap, right? When you're going through a rough time, you're struggling, you might be going through something, what do you do to get to the other side? And what could you help people with? Like, give us some advice. Yeah, so, you know, we we think, you know, like, you know, you hear Sean say all the time, but did you die, right? But did you die, you know? Um, so, you know, there's a lot of other people that are in a much more challenging spot than we are, right? You know, like here in New England, we, you know, we have, if we but it's no predicted, you know, I don't have to go to the dealership, which I had to go before, you know, I can make those phone calls. Um, I think, you know, when it gets really tough, know that, you know, that the next family is out there looking for help, wanting for help. There's a, there's someone that's looking to be saved in their current W2 or their current agency where they're getting low, low comp. So I think getting in front of those age, uh, those clients that need our help, right. Going to that last appointment, making that phone, you know, that other phone call, you hear Andrew Taylor talk about it all the time, you know, 350 dials and 20 appointments. I mean, that's, 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 that's a must have. You have to do the 350 dials minimally and those 20 appointments for the next two, two and a half Mondays, depending on if it's a Monday, Thursday, um, you know, going for those 75 no's you heard, you know, you know, that, that book go for no, right. You know, that they talked about a conference. You know, so that way there in your head, Brian, you know, you get you're looking for 20 yeses and 75 no's or whatever it is. Right. And once you get one of them, you're pretty much done. But you're probably never going to get to 75 no's before 20 yeses. Um, that way there, you know, because there is a lot of psychology in this whole thing. We talk about it, it all the time. Um, I would encourage there's so much data. There's not data. There's so much content out there, Brian. Right. So when I first started late 2018 i watched you talk about you know you and your aunt tina in the uh in the in the uh, call to close series you know sitting down with bill and jazz and sasha and you know and everyone in that whoever's house that was right um you know i would encourage people to go back to find those old videos okay of uh, of you and francophemia and jamie um you know dominique dialing you know and how what he was saying on the phone 
Um, I would encourage people to go back and find Mark Mead and stuff like that because yes, all the great content's good and I wouldn't change it for anything, but I always send those older, you know, YouTube clips out to people because I think that's what helped me. And, and if that's what helped me, maybe it could help someone else. But um, if you, you know, you're always going to have a bad day, you know, you know, in this industry and you can have a bad week, but if you stay consistent and you buy your leads every Sunday and you buy your leads every Wednesday and you prepare your leads before 7.30 a.m. When, when, the, when the bell goes off to start dialing um, and you do that consistently, 120 plus appointments a month, you'll never have a bad month. But you can have a, you will have a bad day and you will have a bad week and you're going to get frustrated and it's going to be confusing. Um, but, you know, just don't let yourself get too emotionally high and don't let yourself get too emotionally low. And I'll, and I'll end this thought with this, Brian. I remember John Wedmore, you know, he's a big numbers guy, right? He's all, you know, former accountant, big numbers guy. So he had, he did all the math. Like every time he dialed the phone, it was, it had a value of X. And every time someone picked up, it had a value of X. And so every time you booked an appointment, it had a value, right? So every time you had an appointment, whether the person was there or not there, that had a value. So when you, when you think of it that way, you're like, Hey, I'm going to these appointments and we're whether they're there or not, I'm making 400 bucks. They're like, well, how's that possible? It's the numbers. It's yeah. the numbers. So depending on what type of person you are, um, you know, like that helped me a lot. You know, every time I dialed the phone, it was worth $2, just a dial. Didn't matter if they picked up or didn't pick up. It was worth two bucks, you know? Still, so I think, yeah. um, yeah, so that, that helped me a lot. It's good. So I loved everything you said. So Wet, Wetmore is one of my favorite. I love how he crunches the numbers. But I also like how you talked about perspective. Perspective is everything you said. But did you die? So no matter how bad it is, it's not that bad. You hear someone else's crap, you're like, can I please have my crap back? <laughs> hey, hey, man. Hey, man. What, what, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, I mean, if you guys go on to GoFundMe right now and type in the keyword funeral, you're going to get over 2 million results, right? So there are a lot of people out there that are in a lot, you know, that are in a real tough spot, right? Real tough spot. You know, I was just listening to uh, John Gavin's uh, integrity podcast, right? And just talking about, you know, how when he was, you know, when he was going to visit his daughters, his two, his two daughters that were on the other side of the state and he didn't have heat in his car and he was putting socks on his hands to stay warm and, that there were some points where they just didn't have enough money to even to, you know, to get food, you know? Um, so if you guys haven't listened to that, John, you know, Gavin integrity podcast, you know, definitely, you know, the integrity inspired podcast, I would definitely go listen to that. It's, it's, it's amazing. But, um, but I think, you know, I, I don't know, Brian, you know, I mean, I grew up in this business watching you and, and watching all the, you know, Linda Lampasso. And I mean, like, like people are like, well, who is that? Like, I mean, that's all we listen to. Right. You know, and, you know, that's that's who we listen to. I mean, you go on and see you know, people like, you know, well, how I how do I help someone that's over 60 with uh, with mortgage protection? Well, type in John Wedmore selling, you know, uh, policies to older people. And it's all right there. And then when people watch that, it just it just snaps and it just makes sense. Oh, this is good. This is good. Let's listen. 
out of respect to your of your time, I know you're extremely busy. I'm excited about what we're doing right now. We're hiring agents across the entire country. We're saving people. Right now, I have something called Operation Save Agents, right? And it's to try to educate people. There's people out there working at 30, 40, 50, 60, and even 70% when they should be here making the lion's share of what we actually, you know, we, we pay to the agents. Some people are working 10 years, Eric, before they actually get a renewal. We get day one vested renewals here. Some people are out getting asked to sign a contract. There's no contracts here. Eric, there's even people out paying for training right now. They're paying somebody to train to say, hey, teach me how to sell so I can give you an override. That makes no sense. The training is free. We're hiring a bunch of people. If somebody saw you also and they said, hey, I like Eric, I want to work with Eric, how would they find you? Uh, easiest to find me is just go to fflnortheast.com, um, type in Eric Schmidt, you know, FFL, you know, pretty much on any social platform, you're going to find me. Um, obviously anybody can always call me direct, but I mean, you know, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, LinkedIn's a great spot to find me. I'm really easy to find on LinkedIn. You know, the, the one challenge sometimes when people type in Eric Schmidt, Brian, that's also the original founder of Google. So he kind of dominates page one. <laughs> I'm working on that. But, um, but uh, you know, I think, you know, you, you hit it right on the, on the head, right? People that are paying for training, right? People that are, you know, at, at, and I, and, you know, and I came from the car business. So I didn't know, like, so when they, when they said that, you know, our starting car comp is 90%, I was like, okay, sounds cool. I mean, I didn't know the difference, you know what I'm saying? But there's people out there that, you know, you know, if, if they're working across the street, and we can do the exact same thing here. And like you hear Sean say, hey, if you're at McDonald's for, you know, eight bucks an hour and Burger King's hiring at 16, you might love the burgers. You might love the staff, yeah. but you're going over to Burger King for 16 You're going over. Eric, b- bottom line, every agent out there eventually is going to be with our company if they know how to work a calculator. So that's, that's where we're at. Dude, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. Keep crushing it. Congratulations on integrity. And dude, I'll see you at the top. Thank you. You too, bro. Appreciate you, man. More than you know.